The following podcast discusses alternative sexual practices in loving and detailed terms, and as such may not be appropriate for young children. Anyone who thinks a comparison to Mr. Rogers is an insult, or your grandmother. Then again, I've never met your grandmother. She could be kinkier than anyone knows. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to a Harry Tom Companion, a podcast of wholesome kink and perverted crafting. I'm Sarah Kane. I'm Lancey Mike. And Boy Fargo unfortunately had a conflict, so uh, he will not be joining us today. And we're also recording a little early because I had a conflict for our normal time. I'm like, can we do it earlier? And it's like, sure. Yeah. It's like, cool, and, thank you. Yeah, and Fargo was tied up uh, all day, so it didn't matter when we did it today. Um, yeah, do, do we want to? Well, no, we'll save. Is that a crafting thing? Yeah, let's save that for, for the Fargo crafting. has a crafting project yeah. that is in process that we got permission <laughs> to talk about. So, so, so we yeah. we will save. Uh, well, that actually, I have crafting news. Yay! Yay! What have we done? Creek Ridge. Mm-hmm. I was there for the um, Halloween day, at least. It's always tricky because yeah. I want to say Halloween at Creek Ridge, but it's yeah, it's tricky. Yeah, we will. No, it's, it's, I was going to say that, unfortunately, the masks are muffling, so I'm hoping that you you aren't contagious, and hopefully I'm not either. Uh, yeah, hope so. Because we're sitting across from each other, not quite six not, feet. Not quite six more feet. More like four but... and a half, you know. But pleasantly. A pocket gay. We're a pocket gay's distance from each other. <laughs> no, I've had congestion, and I think it's just the fall stuff that's like hitting me. Like There's, mm. I think, mold allergies and others, and I'm like, but this is a horrible fucking time to have any congestion or anything. Oh, yeah. Of no. course, I'm thinking, oh, God. Oh, God. God. Oh, is God. It, is yeah. it? And it's like, probably not, but you never know. Um, maybe it's just cancer. Um, the, the uh, what was it? Oh, yeah, so um, Pocket Gay Distance, Creek Ridge. Halloween. Oh, see, the trouble is I keep, keep talking about it, and it's like, oh, um, Halloween at Creek Ridge. And it's like, no, it's not Halloween weekend. Because there's a Halloween weekend. Right. And, but we're not talking about it. It's their Halloween-themed weekend. Which, honestly, I think they should do, like, you know, in, like, June or something. Just spread it out. Yeah, I, I can see why they do it in October. Oh, it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're so, I mean, you're, we're going to be celebrating Halloween anyways. And they're closed for Halloween, so make it close to it. Like when they do, you know, their uh, Mardi Gras weekend. Somewhere near Mardi Gras time. And that, no. But few people, us Northerners don't do Mardi Gras, so, yeah, it's no. like whenever it happens, cool. Not, not really. I mean, the, we do Punchki Day. But that's a Michigan thing. <laughs> yeah, we got it from our Polish uh, you know, immigrants who make these really fat donuts. And I did not realize it was just kind of very Michigan. I mean, they, Polish, but also they, Michigan. Yeah, very Michigan and really mainly did. More Detroit, yeah, because I know people who moved and out didn't yeah. realize that that wasn't just a general thing in the world. <laughs> it's like, oh, or at least United States. I mean, you can find them, but you can't yeah, it's it's not as <clears throat> as epic as you find them here. And yeah, if you find a punchki somewhere outside of Michigan, it's just going to be a jelly donut. Where if you look around here, you'll find real punchki that are made with dried fruit yes. rather than just jelly. Um, so Halloween weekend at Creek Ridge was last weekend. I went by there. I was planning on flogging the puppy mm-hmm. again. Um, unfortunately, we weren't able to get things to work out. But, but um, I did show him my my flogger, and yeah, when he comes back from his cycle of southern states during the winter, okay, and then we'll return um, to Creek Ridge next season. Mm-hmm. Um, Hopefully, I'll be able to flog him, and hopefully the plague will be calmed down a bit. Maybe. We'll see. I heard a thing saying, yeah, uh, maybe fall of next year. It might be where we actually have enough of a handle on it that life will be approaching normality again, or at least what it was before. Not that I really want that to happen, because life before... Uh, yeah, life before wasn't all sunshine and roses. No, there are a lot of things we need to learn as a society, and this could teach us if we're willing to learn. Who knows? We'll see. All right. Be- better times. Yeah. Uh, Creek Ridge. Yes. Um, spent, I spent the day with Pup Fritz mm-hmm. and his man. Okay. 
Yeah, the, the guy he is currently in a relationship with. Cool. Oh, shoot. See, another reason why. Okay, go on. Yeah. I was going to say, my gossip is about not going to Creek Ridge, and now I see another reason why it would have been nice to go, because I saw Fritz once earlier at Creek Ridge, and it's like, that's the only time I've seen him since yeah. Plague, so, okay. Yeah, and Fritz is doing really well. Good. He is no longer in his old stressful job he's mm-hmm. in. He's doing uh, gig work now between all of the apps, okay. uh, driving stuff around, but he says, I'm making enough money to, to keep the bills paid and be happy, so I'm like, hey, Mm-hmm. If, if it works for you and your car can stand up to it, more power to you. And, yeah, helped uh, help him prep for his costume, uh, which was a satyr. Um, oh. And, yeah, he had uh, goat leggings and horns, uh, panpipe, mm-hmm. and fake uh, grapevine. Okay. With one bunch of grapes just perfectly situated at his belt buckle. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Yeah, uh, him and his guy, um, I, I don't want to give away too many details because it feels like telling tales out of school, but yeah, they showed me a scene that they enjoyed doing, and it was a role play scene, mm-hmm. and I, I don't want to say more than that okay. on the microphone, Okay. but I assume a lot of our listeners are familiar with the concept of safe, sane, and consensual mm-hmm. as, as one of the risk profiles. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what they did was safe. There was no real potential for bodily injury. Mm-hmm. It appeared to be consensual. It's the sanity level of it that makes me go, mm, all right, yeah. Uh, hmm. You know, if it's safe and consensual, then, you know, fuck sanity. <laughs> it's like, you know, what, what we consider normality or sane or, you know, yeah. making sense. It's like, uh, whatever. Yeah, it was, yeah. I mean, the insane, you know, yeah. the things that I'd say insane would bother me if, like, oh, it was unsafe. Like, I know yeah. people who pursued... Or not consensual. Yeah. I've known people who pursued, you know, things that, their kinks, and and to me, that's what insanity is. It's like, okay, you're threatening yourself or others or pulling people into it who don't want to be... Well, that's not saying that's just rude, but... <laughs> well, yeah, spooking, spooking so the maybe, muggles. So yeah. maybe it's not your scene. No, it... It definitely wasn't. Did it work for them? I think so. Okay. Fritz seemed into it. I can, it, tell, it, by it, your, it, I can his, tell by your verbiage that you're feeling like they yeah. weren't. <laughs> well, you're using minimize like it yeah. seemed maybe it's like. The, the other guy was really into it. Okay. He really enjoyed it. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah. It, it makes me question it, at least for myself. Mm-hmm. How much do I want to play with? Oh, that with Fritz's man or or, or the two of them in a three way as a group. Um, yeah, it. Uh, yeah, it, I'll I'll go into it more off mic because I I yeah this doesn't deserve full broadcasting. Oh, or it just sounds like it's something that you're not into. No, it yeah it really yeah really wasn't, um, and. Someone I will put on blast. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, well, the good news is, yeah. by figuring out, I mean, that's the thing for me, is like, doing stuff or seeing stuff, it it t- teaches me what it is that I want. I, you know, mm-hmm. there's still things I don't know about. You know, there's some things that I immediately, like, oh, no. But then, you know, I think about it some more, or, you know, over time, or I see it done, and it's like, oh, actually, that would be nice. Um, You know, case in point, glory holes. Mm-hmm. You know, the idea of glory holes is like, no, I... I this sounds so unappealing and boring to me. And then after a discussion last time, and then Boy Fargo, just how much he is so into them, it's like, you know, maybe it would just be fun to stick my dick through a hole and see what happens. Or, you know, <laughs> seat myself on the other side and just take on all comers, so to speak. You know, it's like, oh, it actually has its place. It's like, maybe it's its own thing. It's like, oh, okay. So, you know, that was something that the discussion last time told me about myself. Uh, we'll see. You know, maybe I'll try it. And I'm like, oh, ouch! I'm wearing out my knees for this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so on but blast, on blast. Oh dear. Uh, Forest Community Health. So, oh, okay. Um, which is the place that uh, Doc? Yep. Used to be. Yep. And so Fritz continued to go to that 
mm-hmm. clinic um, after Doc left, but he had been informed that one of his partners that he had played with, mm-hmm. um, he, he got a text saying, hey, I got my test back. I have chlamydia. Okay. You might want to get tested. Okay. So Fritz went to, you know, did the responsible thing, mm-hmm. went to the clinic, um, and they gave him such shit. Why would you need an oral swab for chlamydia? You know, what, you know, it, it, it was very sex negative, very mm-hmm. kink negative. And they brought in an intern mm-hmm. to do the swab and she did it wrong. Ouch. And he knew that because he eventually got the test back, that test back, it came back negative, mm-hmm. but he, he was developing symptoms okay. after that. Um, and so he went elsewhere and they swabbed and they're like, oh yeah, no, you, you need antibiotics now. Um, so it sounds so, like some people who maybe shouldn't be in the health profession because, you know, if, if health, you know, if illness or bodies that aren't in perfect functioning order squeak you out, you know, mm-hmm. then maybe you shouldn't be in the healthcare profession because that's what your job is. You, you know, health, you know. It's not always healthy people who come to you for the, you know, it's yeah, like, no. people, you know, people come to you when something's wrong or dripping or, you know, inflamed or just clicking the wrong way when it moves. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, but no, I, I think I heard something similar that um, uh, someone who stayed there after, you know, uh, the doctor left and uh, it's, um, they didn't, it didn't go well. They're like with people who are just like not as no. It's very hard to be as sex and kink positive as the doctor. I, yeah, so, no, he yeah he is a rare breed. And so I, um, I you know, and I know someone it. who started going to him, and it was very is very appreciative because his former doctor was like, "Why do you need to be on prep? You're married." And it's like because I have sex with other guys outside of the marriage, and the doctor was like, "Clutch, yeah." And so then, like, why did you get married? Tax reasons. <laughs> Love. I was like, why else would you get married and shit? You know, yeah. you wanted, it's commitment. You're going to stay with them till you drop dead. That's what marriage is about. It doesn't mean forsaking all others. Oh, for some people it does. Yeah, for some people it but does. But these are also the people who say till death do us part, but they believe they have immortal souls that go on. It's like, so, yeah, whatever. Yeah. People don't really think these things through. Um, but, uh, oh, yeah, that, that sucks. I'm glad that I didn't continue going there. Um, I still have to arrange and start going to a doctor because, again, health stuff, and I need to do it this yeah. year while I still have some money on my cafeteria plan account to use up and, and some and, you industry know, stuff. You're, you're, you're a white man of, of a certain age. You should have, you know, blood pressure, cholesterol, liver, all that fun oh, stuff. Yeah. Checked, oh, no. But, Even yeah. when I was younger, I knew that stuff was out of whack. So, you know, yeah. it was bad when I was younger, so as I'm older, yeah. Yeah. So, um, but in the words of my great aunt, when she was told to stop smoking at 94, no, no, I'm sorry. That's when she passed. Uh, she was like 90 mm-hmm. when her doctor said, if you stop smoking, you'd live forever. And she's like, who the hell wants to live forever? And I'm like, yep, exactly. Yeah. Um, another thing I learned, educational experience, mm-hmm. um, at Creek Ridge after we, Played around mm-hmm. a bit and took a lovely walk in the back 40. Um, we all settled in for a disco nap. Mm-hmm. And I learned that trying to nap without my CPAP oh. is more exhausting <laughs> than just staying up. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I'm trying for to you think. and everybody else, maybe. <laughs> uh, well, mainly for me because I, I snort myself away. Okay. Won't be great when the CPAP is basically just like a little thing that fits over your nose. When the technology gets there. Yeah, to not have to have a big pump. Or maybe even something you insert in your nostrils, like a little, you know, something tiny. Because, you know, eventually it's going to get that way. I can remember the days when hearing aids were basically a cigarette pack-sized thing that connected to a wire that went into your ear. And nowadays, they fit right in your ear. So, I I would not be surprised if CPAP technology... Continues to shrink. Yes. Yeah, no, it... I mean, the mask that I have, it just covers my nostrils, mm-hmm. so it's a lot smaller than earlier generations um and they're yeah the new machines are a lot better about maintaining the right pressure mm-hmm. adjusting as needed um but, oh also at creek ridge um walk past some gentlemen um i'm like oh hey 
I've had my hand in you. Mm-hmm. I've had my hand in you. And you three, I've seen you guys get hands put in you with professional grade lighting. <laughs> so, yes, some. Uh, oh, so there's like a whole fisting coiterie there. Yes, oh, there nice. was. Um, which was not, didn't get to do anything with mm-hmm. them because by the time I walked by them, they were um, more interested in getting stoned mm-hmm. than getting fisted. And I'm like, well, all right, <laughs> it's your weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. But yeah, no, overall had fun. Didn't stick around for the entire costume contest. I was only there on a day pass, but it was nice to get out there. I saw for, pictures of the, the last the, the con- weekend. costumes. Yeah. It was like, the winner was like, really? And I realized, oh, okay, that's right. Because it's probably, you win by having people clapping. And, and he was, you know, I mean, it was cute. He, he was very attractive. And, mm-hmm. You know, and a jock and a harness and a cape and a crown and a sash that said homecoming game. And that was the costume. I'm like, uh-huh. okay, well, you know, sure. It, it's like, you know, the, the twinks who think a Speedos and some gold medallions is like, oh, I'm, I'm Phelps or uh, of a generation, Mark Spitz. And it's like, this is my costume. And it's like, yeah, sure it is, honey. Yeah, Mark Spitz, but without the mustache. What? No. <laughs> but uh, so, no, it's like, but you know, it was cute. And it's like, but it's like, that's the one that won. And it's like, okay, because, um, but something I don't know if I saw Fritz. I don't know if he competed because it sounds like he should have with that costume. But I, I he, I'm pretty sure he competed, okay. and he has photos either on his wall or his okay. man's wall. Okay. Um, they they took photos themselves. I don't know if okay. if they got caught in the cost costume. Well, there's a crowd Fritz, shot of everybody, yeah. and then there's like individuals. But who knows? Yeah. I mean, I, well, plus you know Fritz. Can, has this weird ability to take off his glasses or, or change just a little something about his face and look completely different. No, so. I'm just wondering if I don't remember a satyr costume, but yeah. it could just be that. I, yeah, maybe I wasn't paying attention. And maybe the photographer for the campsite saw his costume and definitely his man's costume and said, "That's a little too lewd oh, okay. to put on Facebook." Oh, that's it. Maybe it just yeah. didn't make the cut of okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean it. Yeah, because his was suggestive. His man's was... Explicit? Uh, ex- explicit. Um, and you he, have been warned. <laughs> he, he was a Roman soldier, and he, oh. he showed off being a, a Roman soldier by having a helmet and a sor- short sword, say that five times fast, on his hip, uh, gladiator sandals, and nothing else. Which is probably, yeah. you know, maybe, you know, like in the, in the gymnasium, you know, working out. I mean, that's... Yep. <laughs> That's the root word of gymnasium is naked place, you know? Yes. Um, oh, okay. So, uh, you know, I um, there's a, it reminds me of uh, Kilted Bros. The uh, oh. kilt store in Cleveland is closing up their shop. Yes. Uh, but they do have gladiator uh, leather kilts for sale, which is yeah. just the straps, you know, kind of the mm-hmm. needle skirt. Um, yeah, they're, they, uh, if you want one, they're there on sale. Looks like they're sold out of their actual leather kilts. Which were like down to two seventy nine, right? Um, you know, all their kilts are on sale, and uh, yeah, I I'm sad because I'd like to. Well, actually, now I'm um, I'm sad because there's two stores in Cleveland that I would like to have gone to. That one, and then uh, Weird Worlds was a really cool comic game store that also sounds like I don't know if they had multiple locations, but it looks like they closed the location. And I th- oh no, they're I think they're in the process of moving, and COVID has just kind yeah, of yeah. So hopefully they at least. Once yeah. things come back, we'll find a spot. But I'm like, oh, it's like I have reasons to go yeah. to Cleveland. I do. I have. Well, I have friends. I also have family. But I have friends, which is the reason to go to Cleveland. <laughs> family. It's like, no, I don't want to hang out with you on your boat with all your Republican gay friends. Oof. It's like, oh, but our friends are Republican and they're gay. And I'm like, and that sounds like people I don't want to be sleeping with. Friends don't let friends fuck Republicans. <laughs> So it's like, oh, it sounds like, that sounds like hell. And you probably don't want me mixing with your friends because, you know, I, I will turn all marks on them. And, <laughs> um, so, yeah. Tofurish, like, comrade. So, uh, no, so I, I have reasons to go to Cleveland, but now to yeah. less. I'm like, oh, that's sad. If I read the email correctly, mm-hmm. um, Kilted Bros is going to try and make a go of it just as an online oh, store yeah. out, uh, out of their house. Yes. But, yeah, the... The retail outlet is no more. And, I mean, I don't know how much traffic they got through there, but I do know that, you know, 
Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what their their numbers are, but it makes sense in this world. It's like how many people make it to Cleveland, and you know, but how many yeah. people would be willing to buy kilts from a you know, a I, cool store? I, cool. I, I hope they are able to continue as an online business for a long time. I like the Rippet kilt. Uh, it's the one I bought. It's just Velcro and very light material, but it was perfect for the summer. Oh, yeah, no, that I've got one of those. Um, it, it's gotten too small for me, but um, yeah, it's very nice. Um, so so that, oh, that sounds like, okay, so. That was oh, my gossip. <laughs> cool. Well, mine is I wanted to go because um, I went for the day pass the weekend before and just got that bug in me that's like, I want to come again. I want to be here next weekend for Halloween. Mm-hmm. I've never been for Halloween. It would be fun. You know, last chance to do something nice. Um, and then when I heard the weather was going to be good, it's like, fuck it. I want to go camping. I still have my camping stuff all in the trunk. It's to be used. And I'm like, this could be nice. But it's like, okay, but to do that, I'm going to have to do some shopping. I'm going to have to get a costume and get food and, and prep. And so there's this balance of, okay, is it worth the effort? It's like, it'll be fun, but there'll be effort. And I like, it was so perfectly balanced that I'm like, I can't decide. I can't decide. Until a friend called and said, hey, you want to fuck on Friday? I'm like, okay. Okay. Decision made. <laughs> this is perfect. We'll get together. We'll have a lot of fun sex on Friday. I'll go to Creek Ridge on Saturday for a day pass. Best of both worlds. Then work got all needy. And suddenly, you know, come Friday, I'm just like swamp still and no energy. And the nice thing about my fuck friend is he's a fucking adult. And I was like, I just am not up to it. And he's like, no, you take care of yourself. Uh, I think Sunday will work. And I'm like, yeah. And so it's like, yeah, not, you know, no weedling. No, like, oh, but I really want to do this. Or, you know, like most of the guys on fucking apps. It's like, hey, you want to fuck tonight? And I was like, oh, I'm just not feeling it. Oh, come on. And it's like, fuck you. Fuck you. you. I no, just, don't fuck you. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, wow, if you're, like, not taking no for an answer over the goddamn app, I really don't want to, you know, be with you in person when you're not yeah. taking no for an answer. It's like, well, I mean, people are, you know, can be selfish little pricks, and most of them on apps probably are. It's like, I, I have a need now. Who's mm-hmm. going to take care of this need? And it's like, so uh, we were scheduled, and then, so even Saturday, I, I worked, like, you know, a half day, but by the end of it, it was just like, Five and I'm like, this is too late now, because don't doesn't the office close at five on yes. Saturdays? Which is odd because then how does someone buy a club pass for a Saturday night thing that doesn't start till ten? Because the club pass is ten p.m. till one a.m. It's like, well, how does someone buy that if they showed up in the evening? So I guess it's May, all... maybe the office is open till seven and the club pass starts at seven. I don't know. Um, you know, yeah, it, it, it's a level of organization I don't really subscribe to them it's like that, that that is not a feature of creek ridge is an organized office <laughs> let's just say that because um i just saw some issues on uh the facebook this week um where i guess on the website it kind of implied that halloween weekend was the last weekend yeah what i heard and what i was basing stuff off of was somewhere either on the facebook or on the website was an announcement Last day open to the general public, October 15th. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, I'll be there for Halloween weekend. And, and that's I, I, I figured just after that, it's seasonals getting winterized. And, but on and Facebook, there's out. people saying, oh, you know, who's coming this weekend? And someone's saying, I thought you closed. The website says you're closed. And they're like, no, we're open for the weekend. And it's like, I wish I'd known that. I might have come. So it sounds like they were open, but there's... so. Cross signals, yeah, and who knows? Or maybe they are closed, and people were showing up at the gate and not getting it. Who knows? Because it is complicated. Because then the you know the seasonals usually have an extra weekend to kind of pack yeah. up, and who knows? Um, but anyway, so uh, so yeah, so I don't know. In my mind, I thought, but anyway, so I was like, it's too late. I'm not gonna go. Uh, went home, did lots of laundry. Uh, Sunday, I had a chance to clean the apartment, and then a friend came over, and we fucked, and it was great. Because, um, you know, now I thought I had mentioned what we had done, but he listens to the podcast and like, hi. Uh, and uh, <laughs> he's like, you didn't say what we did. And I'm like, I didn't like tw- time before. And he's like, that was really sexy. You should have mentioned that you made me come twice. And it's like, I thought I did. Oh, well. You might have mentioned it in the before or the after. But or it, maybe yeah. just crowing about. Well, because the hotness was, you know, fucking him. And then bringing him off and then using his cum as lube to continue to fuck him and bring him off again. That was 
twice ago. This last time was just just one. <laughs> it was still fun. It was a lot of fun, and it was it's exactly what I need because, you know, I click with this person. We get along physically, intellectually, emotionally. Things click. And the best part is, it's like there's no expectation of it being more than a good friendship with fucking because mm-hmm. he has a family. You know, there is a husband to go home to. Um, you know, they're open and all that wonderful stuff. So he has a life because sometimes you like, you know, have good time with a person. And they're like, oh, this is going to be forever. And you kind of feel in yourself because you're programmed that way by society. It's like, yeah, I guess we should start dating and thinking about being together forever. And I'm like, no, I don't want that. I've, you know, there's this guy, another guy I'm like curious about. We fucked. It's fun. He, again, is cute, intelligent. Don't know about his emotional makeup. Who knows? Um, but he wants a husband. He wants kids. And I'm like, no, I can't offer that. I don't want to offer that. You know, I was just thinking, oh, if you know, the right person comes along. I'm like, no, I, I think I'm making the realization that even if the right person comes along, no, the right person is a good friend who wants to fuck occasionally. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I don't think I want that. It's like, so, um, so yeah, that was a nice realization. It's like, oh, okay, cool. Cause the nice thing about being in your fifties is you can just say, oh, Figure out what the fuck you really want out of life and just going with that. Yeah. You know? Well, they say that that's something that happens. Um, men, uh, the 40s are like the depressed decade. Because, you know, up to then, it's like in your 20s, everything, possibility of everything. You can do it all. You can be a rock star or a nuclear physicist or, you know, you can be the full buckaroo bonsai package, you know, and have everything. And then, um, then in your 30s, you start, you know, you still think you have the option doing everything. And then in your 40s, you realize, I don't. You know, if I wanted to pursue this road, I should have been doing it. I can't. I can't go for this career and for this relationship and for this hobby. There's just too much. I have to. And when you realize there's things in your life you can't do, you get depressed. But then your 50s is like, I'm just going to focus on the stuff that I fucking like. You know, mm-hmm. you know, being a rock star would be a real piece of shit. And, you know, playing professional sports, no, that would destroy my body. You know, things like that. And you can just like, fuck that. And you. Just go for what really works for you. And it's like, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so that was my gossip. Some fun fucking uh, No Creek Ridge. And it sounds like I missed some fun stuff because I was hoping to see, like, you know, people I hadn't seen much of. Uh, there might have been new people. Was it very busy? It was. I wouldn't say it was very busy, but it was busier than Pup Weekend okay. was. Cool. Um, so I'd say slight, you know, average, above average. Probably it wasn't still, packed. But probably yeah. still would have been day passes. Yeah, okay. yeah, you would have been okay. able to get a day pass okay. or two, but yeah, I mean, I saw, yeah, more people tenting in the um, rugged world. Primitive, primitive. Thank oh, you. I, I was looking for the right word there. Yeah, it, during Pup Weekend, there was nobody tenting no. primitively. Um, this time, there were a oh, few. Okay, um, and so yeah, and so the season. Well, one way or the other, the season now is over. Um, looking forward to next year you know hopefully yeah. things are a bit more controlled and and i can feel comfortable having fun again with you know the occasional stranger um also i've realized that when i do go next year i'm just going to uh spring for the sunday night too because i've realized that with my schedule i don't have to be to work till noon on monday so it'd be nice to have another day you know like people head out but you know it'd be nice to have that quieter kind of evening of sunday when people aren't there and don't feel yeah. a need to you know race off to Lansing, you know, back to Lansing when things close up. And I'm sure they would love to have you over on a Sunday night. And just, you know, take it, you know, take it chill. And it's like, you know, have a place to myself in a way. So, so yeah, I think in the future that's going to be maybe my, you know, the way I do weekends, but getting out of the night out of it. Yeah. Looking forward to 2021 and hopefully that next year will be better than this one. You know, that's what I felt in 2019 and look what happened. So <sighs> I'm like, no, I, I will see. Can't make those wishes. <laughs> I do have a bit more gossip that I Ooh, was reminded sweet. of. So I have joined a new app and mm-hmm. a new website. New enough that I got a tag saying founding member. I was oh. one of the first 5,000. On pupspace.net, okay. which is, yeah, it, it's another dating app uh, specifically for pups. Mm-hmm. Um, men, women, cis, trans, oh. straight, gay, 
The common it, factor is just pupness. It is pup. Well, pup or, and pet, really, because okay. there are there are some kitties on there as well, and I think I saw a pony or two. For for the vast majority, it is gay male pups. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, everybody seems to be welcoming, and there aren't a lot of handlers. Um, there aren't a lot of alphas. It always seems like there are more bottoms and subs than there are tops. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I've been reasonably popular putting myself out there as Sir Arcane, mm-hmm. f- foster daddy, um, and just sending general messages of positivity out, um, kind of taking on a, a Mr. Rogers persona, you know, I'm saying, all of these puppies come here, let me love you. I love all of you puppies and I will love you at whatever level you want to be loved. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I, will send out, you know, just occasional good morning puppy, mm-hmm. you're you're awesome, you're amazing, you're loved. And it seems that every time I do that, there's one puppy who responds back basically saying, I'm not deserving of that. I'm like, oh puppy, <laughs> yes you are. I, I know you don't believe it. I know you can't see it. But yeah, that that hurts me and I or maybe no. they just know themselves very well. And it's like, okay. I mean, no, that's, <laughs> yeah. you know, against, you know, the, the idea of like, no, everyone's deserving of that. But, you know, some people, you know, their feelings toward themselves is like, and it's like, I, you know, I'm shitty. I'm a shitty human being. And it's like, well, who's the best to know? <laughs> you know, way. Right. I mean, and there are bratty pups. Yes. And, and that's different. I mean, they, oh, yeah. do, they don't like being called good boy. Hmm. They're, they're like, they want to be called a naughty puppy and spanked with a rolled up newspaper. Mm-hmm. And I can do that. But no, it's those depressed pups. It's mm-hmm. those pups who feel that, yeah, even in pup mode, that, mm-hmm. you know, they're not worthy of love. And, and, and you know, yeah. something like that is like, I don't know if that's, you know, performative, if that's the kink for them. Um, it seemed odd to do it with a stranger. But another part is, you know, yeah, the what's behind it, and you know, honestly, it's like yeah, there's something like that is no amount of people saying good things to you will you right know, break you out of it if you want to be broken out of it. That's the thing. You know? Yeah, no, and I, I realize I can't save the world. All I can be is you know not th- this well, light. I mean, yeah. all you can do is not be a shit about it. Well, you know? no, yeah, and I think that's it. It's not even saving the world. It's like just don't be a shit. You know, just think how great the world would be if people just weren't shits. You know, and how incredibly different the world. Would oh yeah, be. no, I mean, you know, so much so it's like you know when you say don't read the comments, that's because there's so many people being just shitty, and it's like yeah, it's like no, this if this is humanity's true face, then we don't deserve to be around. It's like you know maybe the end times will be welcome. It's like yeah, erase this, and hopefully the things that come next will actually be you know better. Right, <laughs> um, and one feature they have that I want to call out as a positive and mm-hmm. say, hey, kink sites, that I like that they've done this, more more places should, should do this. They have a section where you can tick off what kinks you're into, mm-hmm. and they've got a pretty long list, and that will display on your profile only if you match oh. kinks with somebody else. So, if you are into bondage, mm-hmm. and you don't want the entire world to know, but you want to meet other people into bondage, you can tick that box. And when you look at somebody else's profile, you can see, oh, they're also into bondage. Mm. Or CBT, or mm-hmm. you flag Brown, which, you know, they, they offered that as well. And It's nice because yeah. a lot of times, though, the programs, what they do is they just will filter. It's like, okay, show me the people who are into this or that. Right. And, and it's be nice to see, you know, sometimes it's, it's, it's rare that you're, you know, a, you know, a one-issue kinkster. Exactly. It's like, yeah, yeah. I'm only into this. And it's like, oh, no, it's kind of Well, nice. and, and you can search. And, you know, I did a search, say, hey, show me everybody w- within 100 miles of here that's, you know, into mm-hmm. brown play. And I found a few hits and found some people I hadn't met yet and said hello. And we'll, we'll see what happens. And one thing I found interesting is they didn't list fisting as a kink, but they put in the section of sexual activities you're interested in. So that shows to everybody. 
you don't have to be a match on that. I guess they just figure fisting is common enough in the <laughs> pub community that you don't have to be a match for that. You can just, you know, show it off to everyone and say, hey, I'm, I'm a fisting top, I'm a fisting bottom. I'm enjoying it. Now, is it a phone-based app or is it just a computer? Pubspace.net is the website. And okay. then they, it is under um, an app called Grokio, G-R-O-K-I-O. Um, which covers a family of uh, kinky dating sites. Okay. Um, they've got one uh, called Gromer, which is specifically for uh, gainers and encouragers. Okay. Um, and they have a furry one. They have one specifically for um, uh, big, beautiful women and mm -hmm. those who love them. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure all that. But, yeah, it is available on the phone. There are some oddities on the phone app, especially when you start it up. It tends to get, it tends to pull you to where you were like five times ago. Okay. And yeah, it, the, the initial navigation on the app is a little wonky, um, but the website works wonderfully. Um, and there are paid versions of it, mm. um, free version. It limits you to how many searches you can do in a day and how many unsolicited messages okay. you can send out. So if you're free, you can only send out like five or ten, hi, how are yous, to random people. But if they respond back, you can continue that conversation okay. indefinitely. Um, yeah, it doesn't count responses. It just counts the initial, mm -hmm. you know, which is to discourage spam bots. Yeah. yeah. Um, or just people who are just like, you know, I'm going to send out a hundred highs. Maybe someone will say it back. It's like, mm, spam bops and people who may be a bit too desperate. Well, desperation is not the word for it. Bit too friendly. Bit too friendly. Bit too out there. But <laughs> I'm also the kind of person who's like, you know, I'm my mom. We don't talk to strangers. Whereas my aunt would be the one who just chat up a conversation with someone in the elevator. It's like, who the fuck does that? So, <laughs> yeah. so, so I'm not, you know, it's like, okay, it limits how many times you can just bother strangers. I like that. <laughs> and, uh, one other thing, they have a very strict policy of uh, no genitals in publicly facing photos. Okay. Um, if you want to show off your dick or you want to show off your hole, um, you have to make it a private photo. People have to ask, have to request, mm -hmm. and after they request, you can then unlock your private photos for that person. So you can't just go out and spam people saying, hey, I unlocked my private photos for you. Hey, mm -hmm. no. The ask has to come first. I so. think that, yeah, I'm trying to think, I mean, Grinder, Scruff, all those, yeah, your main pictures can't be anything yeah. you know, that couldn't be seen, you know, posted on a poster in public, but, but they all, you know, we all want to see the dick and holes eventually. <laughs> yes, and, but yeah, just seeing all of the different hoods. Um, oh, that would be yeah. a thing, because, like I said, I do someday want a hood, but it's like, okay... It's a little bit of an investment, and it's like, okay, I, I want to wear right hood, the one right. that I like, like the look of. But, yeah, I, you know, 90% of them are the Mr. Mm -hmm. S hood, but, yeah, with custom colors, you know, some have floppy ears, some have pointy ears, mm -hmm. some have longer or shorter snouts, and and some people have, you know, I've, I've seen some uh, paper-made ones, mm -hmm. and, yeah, other companies, and, yeah, it's... And there's a lot of puppies out there. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, anything else about that? Okay. I think that I think that's it for for my gossip. Cool. That was it for mine. Moving on to the expert portion of the show. This portion uh, has been inspired by. It's a very slippery slope we're going down <laughs> again. Uh, well, inspired by one of our friends on the internet, mm -hmm. a gayish podcast. Um, they. They broadcast more frequently than we do and are more well-researched. They mm -hmm. actually cite um, what they do. and I Which, if you've it. heard Gash, is like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. They, they kind of joke about their research, but they do look things yeah, up. Yeah, they, they do look things up. But, um, and, and they talked about lube mm -hmm. on a recent episode. Thing is, the, the, guy, the two main guys who run Gash are vanilla. Mm -hmm. And 
they are happy being vanilla, and I say, hey, more power to them. The side effect of that is they have certain blind spots when it comes to lubrication. There was no mention at all about fisting lube. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was basically a long conversation about silicone versus water versus oil-based, mm -hmm. you know, what, you know, you don't use oil-based with condoms. Yeah, which is the basics yeah. of what you know, need to know, yeah, why, why one's better than the other. And, you know, the... Water-based is, yeah. dries out and gets sticky, but you can re resurrect it with water. Yep, or spit. And, yeah, silicone lube stays slick. Um, you don't want to use it with silicone toy, well, especially cheap silicone toys. Professional platinum-grade silicone... It won't melt from casual use, but yeah, wash it off when you're done. Um, you don't want to leave that on overnight. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, and but there was no mention of the high high level varsity lubes. Um, yeah, no mention of Crisco. I like using Crisco when I fist. Mm -hmm. um, it stays slick forever. Um, it is, it is body safe. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, you know, it, you're, it's designed to be eaten. So mm -hmm. there's no real issues of putting it in the other end. Mm -hmm. Um, you can freeze, you, you can freeze balls of Crisco, um, and slide those in. Yes, that, oh. that's an initial cold rush, but also what that does is it allows the lube to be placed further in. Okay. Um, rather than just at the hole, mm -hmm. you you know you you take a frozen ball of it, slide it in, give it a few minutes, and that will melt a bit and lubricate um, the inner structures more. Um, Makes sense because usually you know yeah how you get lube in is you lube something up and kind of push it in and you know you kind of laying lube down as you're going in and like that way it's like oh okay and also it you know. Some of them thicker, like Crisco. There's lube, you know, the little lube pens, or you can lube someone up by sticking, you know, kind of a little thing in there and squirting mm -hmm. in liquid lube. But you know, for something a bit more viscous, yeah, that's what I was thinking about. Is you know, solid because Crisco yeah. is solid. It, it, it's a semi-solid anyway. Yeah. yeah. No, I've I've seen as far as those injectors. I mean, I've seen um, guys use pool toys. I mean, it, mm -hmm. it's you know, an inch across and two feet long and, you know, you know, it's designed to suck up water in the pool and then, oh. you know, spray it out. And, um, yeah, they use that to suck up lube and mm -hmm. insert it in deeper portions of the bottom. Um, Bad Dragon and other makers of large toys mm -hmm. will often have a tube going through the center of mm -hmm. the toy that is connected to a syringe. Mm -hmm. And so you can feed lube ah. through it um, if you find that you've hit a dry spot when you're working on a three-foot-long horse cock. I, oh, oh so when you bring up Brad, Bad Dragon, um, yeah, some friends, um, they prefer, uh, I think it's called Wandering Bard. It's another okay. company. Um, smaller, but um, it, it clicked better with their politics. They had some issues with certain individuals or CEO or whatever, Bad Dragon. I can't remember what the details were, but there was some, like, something... And they're like, yeah, these toys, uh, they same styles kind of things, just more fantasy based, mm -hmm. but um, uh, they cheaper, <laughs> and they kind of like the the owners more. So I was like, oh, cool. So yeah. I hadn't heard of that, but it's like, okay, I know. I I had read something about the politics of the owners of Bad Dragon, um, but I'd only read it in one place, and you know. I well now you're hearing yeah. it from a second source. Well, I know, yeah, yeah, I don't know what it was. I yeah, can't remember I, I, what I don't know what it was. was. But it was yeah. like okay, you know, talking about me, it's like hell. I fucking got Jimmy John's for lunch today, and it's like speaking of bad <laughs> politics of owners, right? So, yeah, there is no ethical consumption under capitalism, mm -hmm. um, and you know, Bad Dragon isn't my scene for toys. I like Square Peg, okay. um, and. That's who I will be buying my next set of toys from. So back to lube. Ba back to lubrication. Um, because I've heard, you know, J-Lube. There's J-Lube, um, which is long sugar chains. Polysaccharide, I believe, is the it's word. dry. It's a powder. And it, it, it's it a powder. It comes, which right. is the dangerous thing is, like, it if it dries, well, it goes back to being lube when it gets wet again, which a friend 
partner found out when she went to use the bathtub after, you know, they had had a uh, very, uh, a, um, a lengthy scene with a very large toy by themselves, and then their partner used the bathtub the next morning and got a surprise when she turned it on and then, bam! It's like, Ouch! It's like, clean up after you. I guess salt. Salt denatures it? Salt, yeah, salt will denature J-Lube. Um, it, it does need to be a good chunk of salt. Or just make sure you thoroughly scrub the tub. Uh, that that too, yeah. A, a lot of elbow grease. Um, so J-Lube is the water-based lube of choice mm-hmm. for fisters. You have to be a little careful when mixing up J-Lube. A lot of people like to use a blender because the way the powder is and how it hydrates is it can often be like lumpy gravy. Okay. Um, that only part of the powder will hydrate and you'll end up with unpleasant lumps yes. um, in there of of dry lube, mm-hmm. which, yeah, nobody wants <laughs> that. I have a way of doing it in my water bottle where I'll put the powder in, put it, and, you know, for an eight-ounce water bottle, it's like two tablespoons of powder. It's not okay. a lot. Uh, and then I'll put that much hot water in. Hot, you want to use hot water. Not boiling, but definitely hot. Uh, and shake until my arm gets tired. Double the amount of water shake and keep doing that until it's full and i've found that 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 helps oh and another thing i i do is before i put the water in i've got the powder in the bottle before i add the water i shake the bottle Mm -hmm. and the powder tends to cling to the outside so you have a much thinner layer of powder that needs to hydrate Mm -hmm. in addition to j-lube there is now k-lube um made by a different company uh it K-Lube is specifically made for human play. J-Lube is a veterinary. Oh, okay. It is, is technically made for uh, inseminating horses and cows. Mm-hmm. Um, K-Lube uh, is a slightly different formula, and it has more uh, preservatives in it. J-Lube, because it's basically sugar water, will go bad. Um, you can freeze it, and it'll keep a lot longer. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you notice that your J-Lube has an unpleasant odor or has gone discolored, it'll go yellow. You want to throw it out. That's why I only tend to whip up, mix up the powder um, when you know I'm, I know I'm going to be playing. Mm-hmm. You can mix J-Lube and Crisco together. You do need a blender uh, to do that, though. You may want to use an emulsifier of some sort. To help them mix, like a chemical powder. I mean, uh, oh, I mean the most common emulsifier is an egg yolk, but I can't recommend that. Um, uh, but no, it, Crisco, J Lube with the sugars, you know, yeah, like, and, hey, and an egg. Yeah. There you go, <laughs> and just add an egg. But no, I've I've actually had it stay together, just blended. Mm-hmm. Um, I I haven't had them separate, which I think is because they're both so viscous. You know, they may turn into droplets, but it's not going to separate like, you know, Italian dressing. Mm-hmm. What else was I going to mention? Now, you, is there any water that you add to that Crisco J-Lube mixture? Yeah, oh, uh, okay. hi, yeah hydrated, reconstituted oh, J-Lube okay. and Crisco. Okay, I the powder into Crisco. No. Oh, no. okay. Yeah, no, you, you, need, to, you need to add the, the water to it Got as it. well. Um, and there are... There are formulas out there on the web if you look for J. Luke Crisco mix. Um, How about glitter? Oh no, that, that's metal. No. no, no, no. I'm thinking that it have to be. There must be edible glitters out there. There are. So that would probably be safe. I I, I think it would be rough. I, I don't know. It's like I'm I'm trying to picture. It's like if you can eat it, if you can swallow it, then it can't really be that scratchy. Otherwise, it's going to be damaging your throat so i i don't know man i eat popcorn i wouldn't want to shove popcorn up there uh <laughs> i'm just thinking it's like you know glitter it's like who doesn't want you know glittery dick or ass yeah, yeah who doesn't want to shit rainbows uh how, how about you um do you have a particular lube you enjoy um not really it's like whatever happens to be around 
It's like, you know, Astroglide to wet to gun oil to whatever I happen to see. The funny thing is, so with my fuck friend, we don't use lube. Oh, Because okay. he's, um, he gets pretty sweaty and between a really, you know, me getting a really, eating him out very sloppily and then him giving me a really sloppy blowjob, that's usually enough to get going. Oh, right. like, I know. It's like, that's when we realize. Because it's nice because then you can kind of, you know, like, you like you know, you can be fucking and then kind of pull out and then go down, you know, eat him out some or he can suck on you. And it's like, um, he does a very good job of uh, preparing. So it's like, yep, no problem with, you know, it, because lube, once you start going that route, once you go hit the lube, then blowjobs and rimming is kind of over. I mean, I, I do not like the taste of it and I have yet to find one that... I want to be eating. Yeah, no, uh, there tasting. are there are flavored loops out there. None of them taste good. Yeah, so I'm like, you know, so like for me, it's like you, you, you know, you're having the fun, you're doing the oral, and you know, and whatever variety. And but then once you start going down the fucking, it's like, well, then no more oral because you covered everything in this nasty chemical taste. Well, without the lube, it's like okay, it's not nasty, nasty chemical taste. So it's like cool. So, but you know, generally, yeah, it's just whatever. You know, whatever is around. It's like, I think my last bottle of lube was the one I got at uh, Creek Ridge, actually, because someone was leaving little... Uh, care packages? Care pa- yeah, and the site, they had a bag of condoms with a whole thing of wet in it. I think platinum wet. And it was like, they just had them out there, and I grabbed one, and then, you know, that evening, and then the next morning when I went for a walk, there were still a couple out there, so I grabbed one more. Yep. <laughs> so it's like, oh, so uh, that honestly... And like I said, I'm not that active, so it lasts a while. Yeah. So, I mean, I, and I've never experienced J-Lube. Um, not a fister, so it's like never really needed it. But it's like, eh, I could see going that way because, yeah, you know, I right. got three fingers in them. And it's like, oh, maybe more could. <laughs> I, I could give a lecture on how to do that. And, yeah, no, actually somebody that I played with and I taught the basics of fisting to mm-hmm. did send me a message and said, Hey, using your techniques, I was able to get my hand in somebody, uh, for, for his first time mm-hmm. as a top, the bottom was experienced, um, which always helps, uh, that, you know, at least one person be experienced. Um, but yeah, for the yeah. most part, yeah, it's like, I'm not a lube connoisseur. I'm sure. And I don't have a favorite or one that's better. There's some, I know that like, Oh, I don't like this, but you know, whatever works works. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, as far as taste for Crisco and j Crisco, uh, it doesn't taste like much of anything unless you get the butter-flavored mm, version, which butter. I, oh, I, I can't recommend that. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of asses that, you know, if they're butter-flavored, I don't think I could stop eating. Yeah. <laughs> j doesn't have much flavor to it, and, if it, and it shouldn't have much of a smell either, mm. but it has a really weird mouth feel okay. to it oh. and it, it when you get it in your mouth you know it's in your mouth and you, you're like i probably don't want to swallow this and you really don't mm. uh, yeah you can swallow crisco but yeah that's swallowing crisco i'm also yeah. thinking there's lubes out there that are also have other agents in them for um uh well you know the heat the the, the ones that warm up you know warming warming cooling, cooling uh um, numbing uh, yeah numbing I, for to make you last longer uh I don't recommend the ones that have uh, benzocaine, lidocaine, or anything that describes itself as numbing, um, especially for fisting, because, oh. you, yeah, you need to know what your body is doing. Or, yeah, no, if you're new to bottoming at anal sex, do not get the numbing lube. No, again, you Well, need... I think that's always been for yeah. somebody who just comes too fast. and they need... But, you know, I, I never understood. It's like, okay, you come fast. Okay then round two is going to take longer. But some people are one and done. So yeah. I can see that. Like once, you know, once you've come, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm done. I'm, nope, going to go home now. Yeah. And it's like, oh. Uh, several fisters I know like to add a little bit of clove oil to their oh. lube. Um, I think that adds a bit of a tingle. It smells pleasant. Mm-hmm. I'm makes not a big like, fan of that. Makes you feel like a goth kid back in high school. <laughs> oh, smoking clove cigarettes again, listening to The Cure and wearing way too much eye makeup. There's no such thing as too much, I think. No. Um, but the, uh, yeah, so, yeah. Oh, uh, you know, i try to think if I have any other suggestions. Definitely have no suggestions. Try to think if I have any other questions about lube. And not really. It's like, 
it's one of those things that I just always take for granted. Just like whatever bottle is around. The one thing I can think of though is a better way of carrying. You know, I, I wish more companies made a little individual one packs because uh, DBC, that was always a thing. It's like, you know, bring your own lube because there's not communal lube to be had really. There's right. Condoms and, everywhere and toys. But yeah, you wouldn't necessarily want to deal with, you know, a communal thing of lube that, you know, who knows, you know? Well, yeah, and, how long and, it's been sitting around or who's been touching it or what's on it. Yeah, um, and I've noticed a lot of lube bottles, like a spe- like the wet platinum mm-hmm. bottle, mm-hmm. if your hands are slick, oh. yeah, no, you're not getting into that. Fort Trough, they sell a grenade of lube. Okay. Um, th- this is just a, a pump, but the bottle it's in is very textured. Mm-hmm. So there's lots of ridges and knobs on it, so it's easy to hold on to mm-hmm. when you're slicked up. Um, and I have one of those. Um, need to get more lube for it. Um, but, you know, in trying times like these, I haven't had need to use a lot of that kind of lube. Cause, but I mean, yeah, and I also think, you know, they probably design the, the packaging better. Because usually it's just a little thing you have to kind of rip open, probably with your teeth, and then spray out. And I'm like, you know, I know they, I've seen, um, like, these gel... Uh, electrolyte things that for people who are on the go of biking or that yeah yeah you kind of rip off the tip with your teeth and you kind of suck it down it's like there's got to be a better way you can just make it so it's kind of like you know directional and maybe inserted and then you push on it hard enough and it just you know pops like a ketchup packet and you know it just lubes everything up but yeah or i could see yeah like a, a small smallish syringe that had Maybe not foil, but like a plastic covering on it that was designed to be popped by the pressure of the lube being pushed or, in. Or you know, yeah. some sort of, you know, lube suppository. It's like if they had something, you know, like a J-lube packet that was, you know, a little bit of the powder with a, a coating that will gelatin Gelatin coating. You know, yeah, m- m- melts in your ass, not in your hands. <laughs> That'd be a thing. Uh, um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. the technology could be there, but yeah, just... And sometimes you see them. Sometimes you see the small packs, and it's like go for those. You see a you know, a box of those is like go for it because you, oh, it's, it's yeah. good to have in your travel bag because sometimes you don't want that full bottle of lube. Sometimes you just want enough to just get your dick wet so you can get it in. Because you know, oh well, the same person who had the incident with the um the bathtub, uh, turns out the first time we played, uh, yeah, I had condoms but no lube. It was so sad. And it turns out um, condoms don't really hold up that well. Even the pre-loop no. condoms don't hold up to a full session of fucking. Um, Especially ass fucking. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, it was in there and then I pulled out. It's like, oh, I have a little ring around my dick of the, the latex, but the rest is shredded. And I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Um, <laughs> yep, and, you know, it's like, no, lube is it nice to have with you. Yes, get yourself more I think lube. a few times at DBC, too, there's been times where I was like, okay, lube <laughs> yeah if when D- detroit bondage club happens again if you find yourself in need of lube uh sling bear always has packets cool. of it um, cool. and he is reasonably generous with them uh don't take all of them but he, he might let you have one or two <laughs> all right uh moving on i'll, I'll take it out yeah. and trade it's like here <laughs> if i can bring you off i want a packet of lube to go thank you um i i i think that could be amenable <laughs> Moving on from lube mm-hmm. uh, to crafting. Crafting. Uh, my only crafting is I keep printing coupons for Joann's and then they expire because I don't make it to Joann's. <laughs> I really need to buy some fabric. I really want some Halloween fabric for my little running club coat. And I'm like, yeah, we're good. we have the design. I have a friend. Well, she was going to show me how to make them, but then she and her partner uh, uh, had symptoms. So they've oh, been in quarantine, dear. but... Uh, I have yet to talk to her, but that was weeks ago. And now she's all of a sudden, hey, I can be out and about people again. And I'm like, cool. Um, so I've had time, but I have not made it. To, in fact, that might be a thing I do today because I trouble is I had a 60% off, you know, uh, fabric by the yard coupon that, uh, well, expired yesterday. I'm like, God damn Oops. But no, I do want a Halloween pattern because it's like, hey, I like Halloween a lot. And I'm willing to wear that year round. Crafting... The Fargo part, um, who we have permission to talk about. Oh, yeah. We asked about this. Um, so Fargo got inspired by uh, the last episode. I think he got turned down by the last well, episode. Well, that, that too. But, but it led to inspiration. It led to actual activity. Yes. And so he is building 
a, a glory hole in his home, in his mudroom. Yeah, he is looking for suggestions on how to make it better. Because, yeah, right now he's thinking ply wall handles and duct tape to line the hole. Um, and then, yeah, just have guys cycle over or drive over, come to his back door, stick a dick through. <laughs> Might want to text first to make sure that he's actually there and that yeah, the, the dogs know, are under control. We also know that, yeah, he's, I don't think he's really keen on people, you know, showing up at random. We, that's already been discussed. Uh, yes, but uh, if you... If you're nice enough to ask yes. and schedule the time appropriately. Or you might put it out there. You know, he it sounds like he loves glory holes enough. He might be the kind who, you know, in the days of Craigslist would be like, hey, from two to four, this address, come on in. Open up the door. There'll be a hole. St- stick your dick through it. I'll make you come or yeah. your money back. <laughs> bring, bring tokens. <laughs> Yeah, no. Well, that's it. He he, he needs a, a small I, TV. No, I was going to say he needs a coin slot. <laughs> uh, you can just feed coins into if you're like, okay, you want to show your appreciation? Just show your appreciation one coin at a time. <laughs> Tokens, slugs, washers, if you're yeah, just doing... Uh, well, no, I, I was thinking for the arcade experience is find an old... 13-inch tube TV mm-hmm. or, or even smaller and set it up with bad, bad porn with so a bad like connection. like face level? Like for the person fucking or just have yeah. it in the corner? Well, I, either, well, Part ca- of the ca- wall? Ca- ca- kind of hard with, if it was a flat screen, yeah, it would be easy to have it right the, there at face oh, yeah. level. But, yeah, no, ha- ha- if it's a tube TV, yo, I was just so thinking I'd be worried about it, like, being part of the wall, then if it ever came loose, it would come down on him while he's blowing something. <laughs> no, you don't want that. Oh, the other thing I would put in, but that would be, well, the ethics of it, unless you warn people, is like, I'd, it, but that's also part of me. It's like my turn-on is not anonymous sex. I'd have a camera and see who the people are who's taking their dick through. <laughs> they can review it after the fact, but, you know, it'd be like, so, yeah, so, hey, people, if you want to be anonymous, don't come to my glory hole, because you'll probably be videotaped. Or just wear a mask. That's it, too. I mean, it is socially acceptable there we go. That's, to, to that's, wear a mask these days. Well, but that's the whole point of glory holes. You don't have to. But So he <laughs> handles, I can see handles. I can also see a bar, you know? I can see handles on the side, so you're kind of like, you know, kind of waist high, holding them. For like, if you want to be thrusting, but you know, a lot of you guys want their arms up and kind of like so. Yeah, maybe a chin, a chin up bar. So, that so could, yeah. a variety of handholds, because yeah, you know, some above, but yeah, right there, just at waist high, so you can kind of get some traction if you're going to try and. Well, there's only so much you can thrust because, but well, if his mouth is you know through the hole and it's just there, it's like yeah. Well, yeah, and it and it depends on on how big he makes the hole. Is it going to be just cock size is, is it going to be cock and ball size or is he gonna you know have it be big enough they can stick his entire head through probably not <laughs> that kind of defeats the purpose <sighs> i mean at least enough for like you know i'd say you know well what would be covered by a normal mask so nose chin face you know get that part through at least um you know i can see the longer holes being for like rimming if you wanted to be able to someone put their ass up there and someone could like eat you out from the other side it's a bit more engineering, but also bigger. Um, no, I just there's this video um, where someone and I, I thought glory holes, but they're it's holes for the dogs to w- look through a fence. So <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. a, a nose for the snout, and then two eye holes. And like someone would come home, and there's two sets of them, and like the the their dogs come up and just shove their face through the hole to look to see who's coming in. It was like oh, and, yeah, it's like oh, it's like oh, that has other uses too. Maybe that's it. Maybe he has to make a snout and eye holes so that, you know, when he's not using it for glory holes, his dogs can look outside. There we go. Uh, Plausible deniability in case someone sees it. I'm, I'm, well, one of the dogs is the right height. The other two are, are quite short. Well, so. just put really short ones down there, too. So, like, that, you can say, oh, this is just for the dogs to look outside. And I just put this in the doorway. And it's like, oh, okay. Where are the handles? Oh, to move it in it, to move it. To take it down from the door, it's like okay, and the TV. oh, and you put duct tape around it so it's smooth. How sweet! How sweet! <laughs> or um, the oh, coin, in the coin slot, don't ask. Don't ask about. It. 
or I heard a suggestion of a pool noodle mm -hmm. uh, around oh. the hole instead of the duct tape. Um, I think it was Fritz. That, that I mean, honestly, that I just think that, you know, just make, maybe making it not out of plywood or like particle board, but making it out of a wood that you could actually sand smooth, you know, sand it smooth and varnish it to give it a nice, you know, smoothness. So and that would be, that would be lovely. I mean, if you're going to make a project of it... <laughs> Although I could see like having sort of like the pool noodle or something rubberized around it, a gasket of some sort mm -hmm. could seal so that you could kind of, you know, get your face through and just have it, you know, there. And I, I'm now I'm also thinking maybe have oh. like a, a few sharpies available. Uh, people to sign it, sign it or graffiti it, you know, for 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 a bad time call. Um, also, um, you know, maybe a place for, you know, a holder for Kleenex so, you know, someone can, you know, clean up depending on, you know, whether they came, you know, even if they came, you know, down his throat in his mouth, they probably want to wipe the spit off their dick. Kleenex, maybe lemons, lemon-soaked towelettes, wet wipes. <laughs> uh, maybe have condoms for the truly paranoid. Oh, true. If they feel uh, that, you know, yeah, they feel that's something they feel more comfortable with. But yeah, I, I, I don't know how he likes the taste of latex. Well, at least if he's supplying the condoms, then he has some control over that. He's like, yeah, <laughs> there's a use for flavored condoms. And, yeah. And oh, and again, yeah. flavored lubes. Um, trouble with flavor, no. it's like it, there's sugars in that and it makes it sticky. I don't think I've ever seen a flavored lube that's really that useful. Yeah, no, they, they don't taste good. They smell chemical and they tend to dry out faster. And also, you're going to make your dick taste like food. That's just dangerous. Like I saw a bacon lube and it's like, I'm going to... Be eating that thing. It's like if you want the you know part of your dick chewed off, yeah, then make it taste like bacon. Because I couldn't stop myself. If a dick tastes like bacon and it's in my mouth, it's gonna get gnawed. And on that note, <laughs> we've run out of time again. Please send your questions, comments, show ideas, dirty pictures, or project photos to harryprone at gmail.com or tweet at us. We are at harryproneCom. Our theme music is Hotspot by Aux, used under the Creative Commons Attribution License. Please be sure to listen to our friends on the internet, Sewers of Paris, Gish, Linoleum Knife, and Off the Cuffs. Thank you so much for listening. We are your hosts, Sarah Kane. And Lance and Mike. Wishing you peace, love, and perversion. Good night. Night.